Hello and welcome to our podcast, London and the Arsenal podcast. I'm going to be very honest with you. We really haven't got shit to talk about, but we're going to talk anyway because that's just what we do. Um, <laughs> it's been a while since we've uh, jumped on. I know that uh, Mr. Pirate himself. Oh, I can hear myself feedback. Oh, sorry. Yes, I know Mr. Uh, Pirate himself has uh, been on and done a few pods with Simon and also our friend from the Americas. I'm not going to say that yet. Canada's in America. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, Mr. Jeff Holland, fund, fund, fund. Uh, if you haven't listened to those already, please go and listen to those because they are very, very good. Anyway, today, talking about nothing and Arsenal is going to be the man who's always here, the button monkey himself, Danny. Danny, it's been a fucking while since you've spoken to me. Why don't you like me anymore? Why don't you love me? Because you're irritable. Because you work ruining people's days at work. So when you come home, you're an emotional wreck and and uh, you shout at me and you call me Daniel, like my mother when I'm naughty. Scares me, quite frankly. You're right, though. But you are a naughty boy, though. I am. Uh, I've had a, I, I disgusted you today when I told you for dinner. I had a, a tin of t- uh, tomato soup and then I had a tin of vegetable soup and the vegetable soup used by date was May 2020. Because Danny can't read, clearly. Um, or you've just forgotten. I mean, if you've got iron bowels, then shit, so be it. No, no pun intended, obviously. No, I don't. They're made of uh, tissue paper and lies. And tears, sometimes. Oh, tell you what, they are tears. I had, a, I had pizza last night. I very rarely have pizza because it doesn't tend to agree with me. And it was the um, Domino are doing a new one that was... Um, it's like two very thin pizzas, and in between that, it's herb and cheese sauce. Now, it's not cheese like you would think, like you get on the top of pizza. No, it's like melted dairy lee. It made me feel quite sick. So, Pizza Hut, no Domino, made me feel ill. I have no words. Anyway, let's move on. Um, also joining us today to talk about Arsenal and nothing, basically, is Nick. Hello, Nicholas. How are you? Yeah, doing good, Carl. How you doing, mate? Um, surviving. Not been pinged so far, so you know it can't be all bad. Yeah, just don't install the app. I can't ping you. Unfortunately, I have to because of my work. So, um, but you know, um, as always, I follow the government's guidance. Well, it's not always good guidance, but fuck it, we follow it anyway. Anyways, the um, they don't follow any of their own guidance just to be safe. Exactly. Fuck exactly. Me. Fuck Boris. Anyway. <laughs> That's our glorious me. leader. How dare you? Maybe yours. Um, let's talk about something, Arsenal, at least anyway. Um, We've had a question. Nick. Oh, have we? Oh. Yeah. Hello, it's everyone bad. that's uh, joined us. Um it's nice to see us. Uh, nice to see you. It is um, good to be back. We are obviously going to be back as soon as this season starts again. Um, there is not a lot to talk about, I guess, because we haven't really signed any one of note, but we're going to talk about the signings that we have made and also the potential ones coming in. Um, Danny, I'll start with you. I'm going to talk about the pre-season friendlies that we played as well, because obviously we couldn't go to America for the simple fact because of obviously the pandemic and I think we had a few COVID cases. Um, to be honest, I personally think it's a good thing that we're not going to America just because 
to the best of my knowledge, America was on the red list. And if we had gone to America, we'd have to isolate for 10 days, which nobody really wants to do that, do we? Like this, um, be honest. But, you know, um, we've had two friendies. We've um, played Watford and we've also played Millwall. We played at the training ground. Danny, did you watch any of those games? Because I found it quite... I don't know. I quite enjoyed the games at, at the training ground. Well, they were they were shown after the game finished, so everybody knew the score. I mean, I mean the actual live games against Hibs and Rangers were bad enough, so badly done. Yeah. It was we could have done a better job of not only filming it but commentating on it. But the other ones, I, I was it's four o'clock, and I was thinking, oh, I'm going to go and watch the game, and I go onto Twitter and I find out the game isn't being shown until after the game. So they've match of the day it without much skill or talent and no so i've seen the goals I, I there was not a single site that went around and had all of the the starting lineup all the subs the goal scorers and the times they scored in I, so i've had to go and do that myself so i've got that for all four games that we played but trying to find it and i looked at the goals some of the goals are pretty decent again especially against watford um i think there was um I say I'm thinking about the goals. I can tell you who exactly it was. Uh, Chambers won after an Obama Young overhead kick. No, it wasn't it. Was it? No, that yeah, was the that was um, Millwall. Millwall game. Yeah. yeah. So the, the, there was two really good goals. I think it was Eddie and Ketia and Aziz. Uh, Aziz is the one I was thinking from. Running down the right-hand yeah. side, cuts in, wallops it top left-hand corner. So I was impressed with the goals, but... I've also been quite happy to see the likes of, uh, you know, I'm a Halen uh, fan, the likes of, um, who were the, Nelson playing, he's played quite a few games, started a few and played, uh, come on as sub, and so has Maitland-Niles, the two, I want both of those blokes to stay, and so it's been nice seeing them get games, but as, as a whole, the whole pre-season friendly is a meaningless anyway, it's, it's just a warm-up to try and get fit, isn't it? See, do, do you think, so I'm going to you, Nicky, do you think that they are, um, pointless for me, yes. The, the point of a pre season game is to get match fitness and to, um, you know, get to peak fitness. I mean, even with pre season games, you don't really get to peak fitness till approximately, I would say, November till you're actually really up there. But surely, if you lost all your pre season games, that could sort of dent your confidence. Whereas if you won all your pre season games, that could sort of boost your confidence. I mean, I'm saying this, and I'm sure that the season that um, Liverpool won the league, um, they lost nearly all of their pre-season friendlies and went on to win the league, obviously, the pandemic. But do, do, do you think that if you if Arsenal had lost every single one of their pre-season games, do you think that would have been sort of um, a, a morale sort of down heart now? That depends what, you know, you could look at it either way, you know, yeah, spirits will be high if you win every game, but then if you've played a bunch of terrible sides and you've smashed them five or six nil, then you're not actually going to be anywhere near ready to play, you know, decent opposite opposition in the premiership, are you? And um, I think, I think Danny said this a while ago, I think the year we won the Invincible, we did the Invincibles, I think our pre-season was absolutely terrible as well. So it, it depends how you look at it. I mean, I mean, what was it, the Rangers game, we made a few, you know, mistakes in that. And that's best if they're going to do that, to do that in a pre-season friendly rather than, you know, in the first game of the season. Because, I mean, I remember after the Rangers game, I mean, Twitter had a meltdown for the first pre-season, you know, of pre-season. Does that make sense? But, yeah. 
No, I, so I, I understand you, and I, and I totally get that. But for me, I think if you won all your preseason games, that kind of Arsenal fan base is toxic at the best of times. It makes no difference anyway. But I feel like if you win the preseason games, then you go into sort of the season on a bit of a high, and not almost you feel invincible, but you feel like okay, we've done something because winning obviously makes people happy. If you lose, no matter what, you're, you're going to be a little bit um, pissed off. And obviously, <laughs> what season was it done? Um, was it the season that we got Meza Ozil when we lost? Did we draw with Aston Villa or lose to Aston Villa at home? And then we ended up going to get Meza Ozil. Was it that? Was that the season when um, the, the fan base had an absolute meltdown? Well, if you tell me the season, what season did we sign Ozil? And I can go and tell you exactly who we played. It was 13. I want to say 12, 13. 13, 14. Or 12-13. I think it might be 13, 14. Or yeah, I remember I went to the... I didn't go to that game, but I remember I went to the Emirates Cup before that. Oh. And I think we lost that as well. And yeah, all the fans were going mental on the way out and shouting and yeah, swearing. Yeah, I remember we, so lo- I'm sure, found I'm sure it. we lost to Aston Villa. Yeah, I think we like lost 3-2. I think we had like two penalties ascending off and stuff like really? that. But I think there's um let me just get this in quickly before I forget because I always I forget that stuff. Up. I think yeah. also when we haven't signed anybody as well as you know the not doing well in the preseason games, that that's what gets people upset as well. The uh, that, that, that we lost three one, so you were close. We lost three one at home to Villa, and that preseason we beat the Indonesian dream team seven nil. Not much of a dream. Beat Vietnam seven one. I don't remember any of this. Nagoya Grand Pasay three one. Uh, Ura Red Dot, Red Dot. I think they're a team from Norwich. Who are Red Diamonds? <laughs> two one, Napoli two two. Then we lost to Galatasaray two one and beat Man City three one. So, uh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, the Galatasaray game was the Emirates Cup. That's when Drogba came on and like scored one and set one up in like the last ten minutes. I just found a bit of onion from that tomato, that vegetable soup, and I hate onion. It was stuck in my teeth. Oh, my man. Bloody hell. But yeah, so I think Nicky's got um, an absolute point there that the fact that we haven't signed, I mean, we have made two signings, haven't we? Um, we signed, uh, was it Loco, Loco We have Gonya? got Albert, Albert Sambi Lokonga from Anderlecht for 15.75 million with uh, a couple of add ons, and we've got Nuno. Tavez, I think it's says not Tavez from Benfica for 7.2 million, but he's got add ons that if we qualify for the Champions League, it's more money. If he play, gets a cap yeah. in Portugal, it's more, <laughs> it's more money. And I think there's a couple of other performance related ones as well. So basically, it's 7.2 million and not a penny more. <laughs> I think you're right there. I mean, I don't think they're, they're not household signings, obviously, and but you know. In this day and age, you can make a signing that's not household and they can come in and make a, a brilliant impact. I think the signing of the left back is very, very good because we know that Kieran Tierney has, you know, major injury problems. So obviously he's not going to want to play or he can't play every single game this season, um, even though we're going to have less games to play because we're literally only going to have the cup games and the league games. So I think. Oh, you said. I was like, every time you breathe, I think you've stopped. Carry on. Let me know when you finish. I've got a question. Oh, yes, silly sausage. Um, yeah, so I think Kieran Tierney having competition for his place is very, very good. 
we obviously still have um, uh, what's his name again? Uh, Cedric Kalasinac. So, or Syed Kalasinac. And hopefully he can be moved on because we don't really need three left-backs in the league. Definitely we don't need that because we don't have the games to play. So hopefully we can move him on or he can do something. The other day he was playing that left centre-back, I think it was. So that may be a new position for him. But for me, you know, we though we have a load of people to bring in, we still got a load of people that we need to get rid of. Side Kalasnach is definitely one of them. You know, he's he's going to become just surplus the requirements. So we need to obviously get rid of him. I know we're trying to get rid of Alex Runnison as well. So that's another one. Lucas Torreira, like we was talking in our group the other day and I was saying I haven't seen him like in pre-season at all. So obviously he's been given some extended time off because you would have thought by now he would have been back because he hasn't had, did he play for Uruguay in um in the Copa America? I think he did. The, but they didn't get to the latter stages. So you would have thought by now he would have been back. So, which is I think he's quite really weird that, I mean, he's obviously been given time off and I was speaking to Josh and Josh was saying, he sent me a link to his Instagram and he's doing some gym work in a underground dungeon somewhere. So obviously that's one of those things that you put out to clubs to say, hey, look at me, I'm still fit. If you want to sign me, here I am. You know, those sort of videos. Um, Granit Xhaka technically is still uh, a hard player. And he's not been back to Arsenal yet. And he, what, he'll probably be back next, should be due back probably this week or next week if he was still um, playing because Leno is back now. So, yeah, Granit Xhaka, what did they go to the quarters, didn't they? So, yeah, he should be back next week more than likely. So, you know, there's still these players that we need to get rid of. But, Danny, what was your question? Uh, Lucas Traer did was in the squad to go to the Copa America with Uruguay, and he's played five games in 2021. So I'm not sure how many of those games were in that, but he definitely went with them. So he would be allowed to have longer time. Now you're saying Kieran Tierney's had injury prone. He, he's had one. He's had six times out with Arsenal. First one shoulder injury, 19 games. Then a groin injury. That's a different injury, and he's out for two games. A virus infection. That's a different injury. A knock, doesn't say what it is. Um, knee injury, well, that's a different injury. And then a calf problem. So does that mean that he is, because he had problems when he was at um, Celtic, hip injury, groin, hip, uh, scoliosis, Whew. hip injury, knock, calf injury, ruptured ankle ligaments. It seems like he's had nearly every part of his body injured. So do you think that's he's injury prone like that is better? Or would you... Would it be better for us if it was someone like um, Jack Wilshire, where it was always his? Um... Oh, don't don't eat soup; it's bad for you. Um, keeps repeating. The um, the point I'm making is: is it better for us to have a player that has the same injury over and over, or that he's got injuries all around the place? There you go. That's what I was thinking of. That's kind of a catch twenty two, isn't it? Because if it's the same injury over and over again, that means that it's that in particular injury is never going to get fixed. Uh, if you have a different injury all the time, I don't know, does that mean that he's got brittle bones or brittle muscles? Uh, it's a hard one. For me, I think Josh made the point, I think some point last season, Kirtin is never going to be a 
30 game or 38 game a season guy. He's never going to be the one who literally is in the squad uh, week in, week out because he's just not built for it. I guess he's just not, um, his body doesn't do it. And I don't know what he needs to do. Does he need to build more muscle? Does he need to change, I don't know, his regime, his warm-ups, his, who knows what he needs to do. But for me, it's good that we've got cover for him and someone who can come straight in and replace him. I mean, he's still going to be the number one left back and I'm sure Arteta's probably told him this, but, you know, the moment he does go out, and like I said, we don't have that many, I say this, but unless we go on a, on a long cup run, we don't have that many games. We have, okay, the 38 league games, um, we start, and I can't believe I'm saying this, in the second round of the League Cup because we're not in Europe, which is <laughs> really, really weird. And then obviously the FA Cup. Um, so unless you go on long cup runs, and I think personally he's got to go balls out. I mean, do you, Nick, do you think that Arteta for like the League Cup, he's got to play first team every single round because what are we saving our first team for apart from the league? Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I think Arteta's had a really nice grace period the last, what, 18 months, nearly two years at Arsenal. And we've made so many excuses for what, you know, in finishing eighth. And it's not just like, you know, the position we finished, some of his, you know, the, the game, some of his tactics. And we think, you know, what was it, the game last year where we were losing in the um, Europa League? And I was like, do something, bring us, you know, bring a stroker on, right, just go for it. We've got 10 minutes left to go. And he just didn't even change how he was playing. I think he just went out with a complete whimper. So I think if he doesn't start the season well, he might not even see the start of the League Cup. Because if he goes six or seven games and we're still terrible, the fans will be wanting him sacked. Did you know we finished eighth in the last two seasons? I knew we did last season. But I didn't realise we did it back to back. Yeah. The lowest Wenger ever finished was sixth. Wow. Yeah, it's sad how far we've actually fallen, but <laughs> what, what can you do? And hopefully he can turn it around. I mean, Danny, do you have... I mean, okay, let's talk about the links of the people that we've been linked to. So Ben White is... So we're led to believe through our Twitter experts is almost a done deal. Um, and I think it's probably safe to say that we will get Ben White. Um, there's links of us with Odegaard coming back or James Madison, which I think that attacking sort of midfielder role is something that we really, really need um, because we just don't have the players at the moment to transition from midfield to sort of the strikers. And I think that's where we fell down a lot last season where we just didn't have players who would, you know, run on beyond the midfield or run on beyond the strikers. We just didn't have that sort of, um, those sort of players. I mean, would you be inclined to give Joe Willock a try? I mean, you look what he did at Newcastle. He scored, what, seven goals in eight games or something like that. And he practically almost single-handedly kept Newcastle up because he was that good. But would you go and give um, Joe Willock a try or would you obviously try and bring in a, like, sort of bring Odegaard back or James Madison? Um, 
right before you you did Ben White first, and then I went and got a tweet, and that does this will make our Josh happy? Can you see that? This is from the analyst. I think it's a podcast, and our Josh retweeted it earlier today. And for the boys and girls at home, it's uh, a position of a uh, breakdown of where Ben White played for Brighton last season: three thousand one hundred ninety-five minutes in, I think it's the uh, Premier League. And it says he played in the right side of a back three, 66% of the times, right back 10%, defensive midfield 2%, central midfield 18%, and centre back on its own in a, in a double 4%. And so our Josh said that this is the first actual decent breakdown of, of what Ben White can do for us. So looking at that, he's either going to play a central midfield or play in um, the right side of, of a back three, which we don't play. So... Um, I've got no idea what Ben White's going to do at the club, but yeah, thank you for joining us. Um, as it as for the um, Willock, yeah, you said he scored seven out of eight games. That's because one of those games was against us and he couldn't play, so it counts as that he scored in seven Premier League games in a row, and that equals the record of the uh, some bloke called Alan Shearer. Never heard of him. So I mean, if you've equaled that kind of record, what are we looking for, Carl? We're looking for someone who can set up for midfield, may not have got many assists. He can play on the right. He can play a central midfielder. He can play as an attacking midfielder. He's played, I think, without looking, I think he's played 90 games for Arsenal so far in his career. He's banged in quite a few goals. Uh, actually, I'm going to go and have a look at that because uh, I've just got the, the thing open here. And uh, Where is he? Mr. Willock has played uh, 77 games and got 11 goals for Arsenal. And uh, people are now thinking, oh, but they'll be in the Europa League or in the League Cup. Doesn't matter goal is a goal and what we are looking for is someone who can do all that job we then it might save us some money we still might need to get somebody in like there a lot there's a lot of talk at the moment by this bloke whose name i'm going to butcher a brazilian at leon called guimesh bruno guimesh i don't know and uh, remember at the beginning of the the beginning of pre-season um odegaard was oh i'm looking forward to going back to real madrid went back there with chocolates and flowers for ancelotti oh i'm gonna be part of it all it's all gonna be brilliant we're all gonna be hugs and now it's oh right um i liked my time in england london's a lovely lovely place and it looks like he might want to come back as well so i don't want madison because 75 million pound for someone who they leicester want to get rid of him for a reason i think he's i mean apart from the fact he grows a shit beard not that no offense to john obviously but keep willock we need young players that you've got an ex if this was a game of fifa you would get an extra bonus point in your team because he's a hayland boy playing with all the other hayland geezers same with maitland Knowles and with um nelson mixing in with, with saka and smith row and maybe even Ed, eddie to a, a certain degree all those are, and it's not going to do any harm he's on about 30 grand 15, 20 grand a week 30 grand a week what's that to arsenal nothing don't sell him don't loan him I want him to be part of the club because he can only get better. He's, he's a really good young player. How about you, Nick? Yeah, I'd keep him because, I mean, obviously Odegaard, he's already said his goodbyes. And to be honest, does he really want to be here? No, he doesn't. And we've got Willian who doesn't really want to be here. You know, he just stayed at Chelsea if we're there to give him a three-year deal instead of a two-year deal. And, you know, I remember, you know, Wenger's always used to say, oh, I don't want to bring in this superstar player, even though the fans are wound up and want us to buy all the big name signings. And they said, oh, I want to give this Fabregas a go. I want to, I'm going to play this Patrick Vieira lad who no one's heard of from, you know, from France. And, you know, that turned out right. If I was Arteta, I'd say, well, I'm going to bring back Joe. 
Smith Rose just signed, you know, his new deal and given the number 10 shirt. I'll stick with them with a season and say, well, go on in, you two boys, you're fighting for a place, you know, one of you I'll replace next year if you don't step up. So, you know, I'll stick with them two for next year because, you know, being Arsenal lads, you could their head's in the right place. They want it. They will, you know, for good or bad, they will run through a brick wall for us and that's what we want. See, I'm going to have to agree with Nicky there because, I mean, surely people like Nelson and Willock must look at Saka, look at Smith-Rowe and think, oh, look what you can do. Like, look what, you know, they're almost first-team regulars established. So, surely them team must be thinking, okay, it can be done. So, let's literally... um, Let's literally... (sighs) Um, sorry, I just um, Danny's already done it. It's just absolute people, stupid. Um, yeah, um, they should be able to come into the team. I think it's really bad that if we're considering selling him and then buying a player for I don't know Madison's going to cost minimum seventy million because he's not he's not going to he's no way going to cost less than that. For me, Arteta's got nothing to lose this season. He's got absolutely nothing to lose this season whatsoever. Like, um, sorry, people are just so fucking stupid. Sorry. Um, yeah, I've got literally nothing to lose uh, this season. So, for me, you've got to try your best and, and keep him. Um, because what's Arteta going to do? What is he going to do? He can only... He's literally got 38 league games and a couple cup games. That's all he's got. Nothing else. Um, so, he has to try and go all out. I mean, people are looking for a top four finish. Are we looking for a top four finish? May, I don't know. I think that's probably a long way off at the moment. But for me, try and keep the boys. If he can get in there with sort of the Haylem boys, he'd be seen as a genius, won't he? He'd be seen as somebody who's achieved brilliant uh, a brilliant sort of uh, result from literally being eighth to try and go into the top four I don't think this season for me is a big rebuilding project and it literally um it's going to take so much to to us to get into the top four I mean if you're thinking spending 50 million on Ben White for me I don't mind spending 50 million on Ben White do I think that that money could be used elsewhere? Yes. However, if Ben White can do what he did in a for Brighton in a better team, because we kind of are a better team, um, well, kind of, um, he should do well. Uh, we've got replacement left back. Um, we'll talk. Rudy Rastos um, brought up a point about the goalkeepers, and we'll talk about that um, in a minute. But I do think there is a problem in our midfield because I do think that. Last season, a lot of chances weren't created for um, for our strikers. I think that was the issue. I think the season before, where Aubameyang was just banging in the goals, I think literally he he had this sort of a little bit of more of a service than he had. It all changed also when um, when we brought in other players. I mean, when Odegaard came in, it was brilliant. When Smith Rowe came in, 
it sort of changed because we was providing a little bit more. Aubameyang, we'll talk about him as Lerner later, needs to definitely improve. But for me, you've got to keep Willock and you've got to keep... Um, you just have to keep him. For me, I think give him a chance. Give him a chance. If by Christmas he's not performing, then yeah, by all means, give him out. Like, um, hand him out and say to Lauren and say, look, we've tried, we've given you a run in the team. We haven't, you haven't progressed as we want. Shit. Now, what more can we do, unfortunately? But I'm, I'm kind of the same as you two guys. I genuinely think that we should keep Willock and we should keep uh, all the Herlem boys just because you want to see them succeed. You know, we want to see what Jack Wilshire should have been. I mean, we've all got like a lot of space in our half of Jack Wilshire, haven't we? Unfortunately, he just didn't make it because, you know, injuries sort of messed him over. But Willock has shown what he can do. He's gone to Newcastle and he's shown exactly what he can do. And people say, oh, that's his level. Mm, our level is not much higher than that last season. It really wasn't. So if you give him a run of games, then surely, you know, he can your job for us so yeah I'm of the same ilk as you but Danny and Nick I'll put it both to you um, can you think of any other player that we've been linked with in midfield I just want to concentrate on midfield at the moment that you think is uh, what kind of, is a gettable target so for me obviously James Madison if you offered him almost double his wages because that's what's going to be you know you think of Leicester are in Europe Leicester at the moment are they a better team than Arsenal yeah you probably have to say yes but they finished fifth last season I want to say yeah fifth just outside the Champions League places um, you know it was the are Leicester better than us yes but James Madison if you say to James Madison we'll give you you know more wages you've got a chance to be part of a big real building project um, and towards the last, towards the end of the season, I don't think that he was in the squad. Was he? Or was he injured? This is when you need Josh here, don't you? Um, towards the beginning, end of last season, he wasn't really getting into the um, Leicester squad. So, you know, maybe he's out of sorts with Leicester. So, Danny, can you think of anybody that? I mean, we're linked with um, people every single day, but can you think of anyone that we're linked with that you would say, "Oh, yeah, that's the person I want." In our squad, hmm, uh, not Madison. I can easier to pick the players that I don't want. Um, I don't want Madison, although I do like him. He's a decent player, but I think that he irks me. There's something about him that I don't really like. Um, who else is there? Um, there was not much talk about Max Aaron, so I don't know why we've gone cold on him. I thought he'd have been right for the picking. And what other ones are the goalkeeper wise? The bloke from Ajax, he seems pretty good, but he comes with baggage and it looks like he might be going to, I think, was it Leon or someone like that are after him? So I'm not um, not sure about that one. What other players have come up? Because I have trying to be um, ignoring all of the ones that people are doing. Because back in the day when Jeff Arsenal was doing it, it was all about... Um, it, there wasn't so many people going, oh, this is the, the player we've been linked with. Uh, now every single player is doing it. The, the classic example is Jeff announcing the Ozil thing before it happened. Back then, it wouldn't be every day you had 100 different people tweeting 100 different ITKs. And that sort of stuff now means that I don't take any notice of who we're linked with. I'll, I'll watch what Simon says, Simon Collings of The Standard. I'll listen to the stuff that uh, Tom does at the Guna Talk. 
other than that, I don't really think there's many people that are. <laughs> I mean, we've been linked to Locatelli from. Um, there you go. That was that's Italy. a good one. Um, uh, Elliot from UMI Arsenal, I think he put a thing up saying, "How many people have actually heard of Locatelli?" And <laughs> John replied, "I watch Italian football, and I know nothing about him. Uh, all I know that um, it was well, that's another person that we know, um, Mr. Waffles, who was a, who was a guest for remember in the olden days when we used to do live shows and, and special shows." As Mr. Waffles. Uh, so I'm trying to think of any other players. I mean, you two should be shouting names at me now, and I'll tell you whether I want them or not. But the gist of it is, I have watched hardly any Arsenal podcasts. I don't read any Arsenal news online. I ignore all of it because, quite frankly, Carl, it's all bullshit. Of course it is. Uh, is there any that you've got, um, Nick, that you've, that you've been answering Carl's question? Because I can't think of any more players that we've been linked to because I haven't been taking any notes of it. From um, Inter, apparently, we've been linked to him, but. Who? Martinez from... Oh, Inter. the striker. There's, yeah, but there's little... To, apparently, it's... Um, <laughs> 77 million. Yeah, but they're talking about um, that Bellerin going the other way. But no, I don't think we'd ever get rid of a, a, a player plus... That's not a deal that I can ever see happening. Um, me, we, need a, we do need another right back. And Max Aarons is a good shout. And I am so so surprised that we haven't had more links with him. Like, really, I'm surprised because I thought that that was almost a 25 to 35 million deal. Go and get him easily gettable sort of person. And we just, there's been nothing on Max Aaron's whatsoever. So it's a, it's a bit weird. Um, we've also got... Um, Basuma from Brighton. There's been talks of him, but even that's gone a bit cold lately. There's been no talks of him. Yeah, but there's been no talk of that whatsoever. That's gone really, really quiet. So clearly, you know, there's no talk of him. I mean, there's this guy from uh, who plays in Spain who's out of contract. Um, This little Argentinian guy. um, Can't remember what his name is, but he's um, he's on the freeze, and is it Messi? I think it is. Like he's on a free contract because clearly Barcelona are fucking broke now, so I don't think they can sign him. Um, but you lot were talking about that in the WhatsApp group last night. I went and watched a, I think it was Tifo or something like that. They were doing a thing on it, and if he stays on the wages that he's at the moment with the current wage allowance that Barcelona have, he'll be taking more than fifty percent of the available club's wages. But they won't, will he? So what? What happened? Um, <laughs> oh no! It was it was on on Stenio on on the the, uh, the athletic thing that he was talking about. A really good one on YouTube. You should go and find it. It's Fifteen but minutes. Really signed, interesting. Yeah, but isn't he signed like a long term contract and they've half his wages? <laughs> but they're going to make him an ambassador, an ambassador for the club. So then he'll get it back when he's this ambassador showing people around, like the club uh when things are back to normal so <laughs> doing the tours yeah. on 300 grand a year a week <laughs> but the thing is that's, that's what it'll do to keep him which is very very weird i mean he's gonna stay at barcelona there's no doubt because let's face it there's no talk from anybody anywhere about him going to any other club um whatsoever i did say this in in the group the way around messi's wages is you say to messi okay we'll give you three four hundred grand a week and you get him to keep his image rights messi's image rights are mm. worth fucking millions absolute millions and you say you know what 
your image rights are all yours. Every single bit of it is all yours. He'd probably make more money from that than he would his wages, but who knows? I don't think he's uh, going to leave Barca. But anyway, we'll, we'll stick to Arsenal. Um, we'll talk about the striker situation. Nicky, uh, at the moment, our strikers are Lacazette, Aubameyang, and I guess you could put maybe Martellini in that. Do you think going to the season, that's good enough? I mean, you know, Lacazette needs to have a better season than he did last season. So does Aubameyang. Would you be happy with those two being, or those three players being the strikers that take us in to the 21-22 season? Well, probably not. I think, I was in Lacazette going into his last year as well, or did he sign an ex- some, like a one-year extension they were talking about? No, he still hasn't signed, so it's his last season at Arsenal. Yeah, so I can't see us letting a player we played 50 million quid for just walk away on a free, so I think he'll probably be gone. I mean, Martinelli, I think he's he's going to step up and have a good season. And that's all down to Aubameyang, really. If he has another season like he did last season, that's pretty much game over in it. So we might have to buy him. And I think, is, is Eddie off? I mean, everyone seems to be linked with everyone, but no one seems to be leaving. I'm, I'm actually surprised because normally what we do is sell all our good players and buy loads of players on the last two days of the transfer window. So it's just weird that... We haven't really. I don't know. Have we sold anyone apart from um, loan players? No, no players. No, no have, the, the players seen. that have that have left the club are um, uh, Trey Coyle, Mark McGuinness, Zach Medley, Aaron Ben, uh, Debeo, Petu, David Luiz, Levi Lang, Joseph Alowu, Daniel Oyegoki, Luke Plang. Sounds like Minge. Ben Sheaf, Jason Sharar, and Kieran Petri, 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 I think. There you go. So the answer to that is no. You know, I said players that we've linked with they don't want. Zamir has got it. Ramsdale. No. There you go. I've answered your question. Only took me an hour. That just because we. Because they know Arsenal need players. We got them. I mean, look, we were talking about Madison earlier. He went. He went there from Norwich for twenty million three seasons ago. So he's due a new contract, or they want to sell him. What is he, has he done anything in the last three seasons to warrant his value going up from twenty million to seventy-five million? I mean, the answer is no. He's English. <laughs> he's English. That's the only thing. He's yeah. that English premium. Unfortunately, like. Well, there's English premium, um, and then there's just being absolutely stupid. I mean, I watched him at Norwich. I mean, he's okay. But he, he does go missing a lot. And I think that's why Leicester... I mean, usually Leicester sell one big player per summer and then somehow go and buy three really good players for a lot cheaper because even though Leicester are above us in the league, they can still sign players for a lot cheaper than what we can because they don't have to... They don't have to play, you know, the big club tax, you know... You know, historically, that's why they can buy players so cheap. I mean, I think in the end, I think they they eventually signed Kante for less than we offered, but they wanted more money from Arsenal and they ended up going to Leicester for cheaper. And yeah, Arsenal are a big club, and yeah, we should, in theory, you know, have to pay a bit more than other players, but not, you know, you, you won't be held to ransom. We'll move on. I think that's why we didn't end up getting Buendia. I mean, 
they already paid more than he was probably worth. I mean, what are we going to go go and say, yeah, we'll give you sixty? That's never going to happen. I mean, if you think that Jack Grealish is between eighty and maybe a hundred million, if he's going to Man City, then there's no way Madison is worth seventy. No, there's yeah. just no way that he's worth that. So, you know, unfortunately, it's the Arsenal after you. And like you said, Nick, it's the, the big uh, club tax. Like, oh, it's Arsenal after you. Yeah, let's add another 10 mil for it because it's, uh, unfortunately, it's us. Um, and it's just sad, unfortunately. But the thing is, Arsenal have to pay these prices to get um, the players that they want. So what more can we do? Like you said, you know, even talking about Ramsdale, that 30 million, Unless Leno is leaving, there is no reason for Arsenal to pay thirty million for a backup goalkeeper. Now, for He's me, been double relegated and conceded over a hundred goals in three seasons. <laughs> yeah, that's that just, is that that's, is our quality, though. <laughs> but that's just ridiculous. But so for me, unless this Leno is looking to leave, which for me, if we're being linked this hard with Ramsdale and keep going back in for him something for me is a bit fishy because there's no way we would go that hard for a second choice goalkeeper. No way. Um, so something for me is just a bit wrong there. But, you know, there's so many different goalkeepers that you can buy that are better than Ramsdale for 30 million. Are we looking to sign him because he's English? Do we, is it because we need more English players? Maybe it's that. Maybe it's we need to hit our quota um, which is the only reason that I can think of why we're being linked so hard with him. You know, you, you, you look at it and you think, really, like, Ramsdale, what did the Arsenal scouts... I mean, I wouldn't trust any Arsenal scouting goalkeeper because, you know, Ranison. Well, so they just all it all on a, on a Commodore 64 now, haven't they? They, have, they don't have scouts. There you go. Oh, this boat's good. You know, that's all I say. Like the person, so Arsenal don't have the best history of signing goalkeepers of recent past. But yeah, that for me, that goalkeeper link is just an absolute joke, and I don't understand it. Um, also, I want to the talk about another link: Barcelona. Yeah, Barcelona need Someone to sign, sell. Yes, Barcelona need to sell players as well. And you know, if we are going to sell Bellerin, then that's right back. You know, he's. Um, he definitely is a player that can come in and do a job. But for me, I think we have to start sending players now. We can't just keep buying players without sending them. And, you know, there are so many players that we do need to sell. Bellerin is going to be out. I think there's been a lot of um, talk of him sort of uh, leaving Arsenal. And I think it's probably time for a new challenge. And I think through back channels, he's already said that he wants to find a new sort of challenge and wherever that is. But even so, Klasinac needs to go and obviously Bellerin needs to go. You know, Lucas, we still got him. We still got Ainsley Maitland-Niles. Is he going to be in the squad? What role does he play? <laughs> what role does he play in the squad? Does he become a squad player? Does He wants to play in midfield. He's had a taste at West Brom of playing in midfield. He doesn't want to go back now to playing back up right back. That's not him. That's not what he wants to do. He wants to play in midfield. Are we going to play him in midfield? Probably not. So then are we looking at 
to sell him. You know, there's that in Ketia. Is he, if we play him at um, striker, he's going to be behind the Bamiyang and be behind Martinelli and also be behind uh, Lacazette. So, you know, what happens to him? Do we need three strikers? Probably, you know, we or four strikers, one, sorry. Didn't we? Look at this yeah, from, a, we... from, uh, from how do you spell X-A-G-O-N? Jagon? Zagon? I don't know. He says, I am the he. I don't know. They could be an alien. With a name like that, probably are an alien. Nanu, Nanu. I am both an Arsenal and a Sheffield United fan. And trust me, Ramsdale is not worth that level of money. 15 mil at the very most. <laughs> He's crap. <laughs> oh, there you go. Sums um, it up. Um, Danny, oh sorry, Nick, sorry, I come to you, Nick. Uh, we was also linked to Tammy Abraham, which I think personally, I think it's agent talk. But what do you think of us being linked to Tammy Abraham from Chelsea? I don't want him. I don't. I really don't. He, he can't. <laughs> he was given a year when they obviously couldn't sign any players when they got their transfer ban, and he couldn't score. So why would we sign? or buy a player from Chelsea, they're selling us a striker who can't score goals. What, why would we do that? I know, I know we got William for free and Louise, so I don't know what's going to happen, and this is going to be terrible. But, yeah, I don't want him. I just... i got nothing against the guy, but, you, you, you know, to play at Chelsea for as long as he has and for have a year as their number one striker and he could hardly score... What what makes you think? What makes anyone think he's going to score for us? Yeah, I have to agree. I mean, I personally think it's just agent talk to try and either get him a new contract at Chelsea or get another club to buy him because I don't see how Arsenal can be signed, uh, could be linked to him at all. Danny, do you think that it's just made up agent talk, or do you actually think that? We are linked to Tammy Abraham. Lungberg camp sums up 40 million for a lanky Abraham is a joke. I tweeted that I'd actually quite like him here, only mainly because he's English. And I like to have, uh, but now that we've got all these new rules, we need as many English players as possible. And that seems to be shifting out some of the players that aren't English as much. We do love, we love a Swede or a German or, an, or not an Italian. We don't have Italians here or uh, someone like that or a Spaniard. We've loved them over the years, but the way it's going, we need, because uh, of the homegrown rule, and I think they're going to change the homegrown rule again to be even less in coming seasons. And so we need to get some of these players out and get more English players in. And he's played in the Premier League. I think one season he scored 20, 21 goals or something in all competitions. It may well have been 50, 50 games that he played, but I quite like him. I think he does a job. He, he, but the main thing that, that I like about uh, Abraham is that he does something that we don't have at the club at the moment. He, I think someone actually might have put it here. Um, no, did they? Uh, he got, oh no, so um, Ryan put, he got benched by Giroud. Well, I think he does the job that Giroud used to do for us because he's big and he's good in the air and he's got big elbows. And that's the only reason we need someone in that kind of position because the amount of times we crossed the ball and Lacazette has not knowingly ever jumped for anything. And uh, Aubameyang's too lazy. To, to, Aubameyang's heart isn't in it anymore. And we need someone who can give us that other angle. But like Rudy says down here, not for 40 million. Boom, sums it up. 
And, uh, and as we are, sorry, Danny, yeah, we are going to, if we sign Abraham from him, we are literally financing. Um, yeah, I was about to say that. Harland, Harland for him. Like, if Chelsea will go and sign Harland, and if Chelsea go and sign him, then. We're buying yeah, one of his I mean, <laughs> So, yeah, I just think that we are linked. To, Arsenal get linked to some weird and wonderful players sometimes. I don't, they're yeah. mugs. If you've got a shit player who had a good season three years ago, we'll have him off your hands. But apparently, we gave William a 16 million signing on fee. I hope we didn't because I understand for free, but 16 million signing on fees are a lot of money. So I don't know if I believe that that is a lot to give one player for a signing on fee. So I don't know. But then again, we gave him a, a three year contract. And so nothing, nothing surprises me at all about Arsenal, unfortunately, because it is Arsenal. Uh, we don't Sorry. want any Chelsea rejects, as uh, as Aaron just put in there. Yeah, can Aaron. I just jump in there, Danny, as well? Because you said he, he scored can. however many goals he scored in however many games. I mean, you know, stats can only, you know, you can fiddle them to make players seem better or worse. You've got to think, Arsenal keep finishing eighth. We don't want to finish that. We want to be doing what Chelsea did last year. We want to be winning the Champions League. Do we want to be buying a player off someone who's winning the Champions League, which is where we want to be because they don't think he's good enough to be there. No, we don't. And that's not like they need... Chelsea don't need the money. If they thought he was good enough, no way would they sell us a player who was decent, would they? Got a point there. You know, if he was any decent, they wouldn't sell a London... They wouldn't sell him to a rival if they consider us a rival, I guess, but... Um, you know, for 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 me, we have to. The problem is Nick and Danny. It's hard to attract players when you're not playing in Europe at all. It was hard you to know, attract them when we were playing in Europe last season. Yeah, but this is true. You know, <laughs> players want to play in the best competitions. They want to play in the Champions League and okay, the Europa, not that silly flipping Europe Cup or whatever the Conference League. Which, for me, I'm a bit glad that we didn't get into. I'm, I'll be very honest with you, um, because he wants to be playing, God knows where, in God knows what country, and at city time. So I'm kind of happy that we didn't get in there. Uh, yes, it's a European competition, but you know, even trying to chat to a good player and say, look, you know, we look what you could have won. You could have been playing FC Carrier Bag night on a Thursday night, and then flying back in the morning and then playing Sunday morning league game is, yeah, it's silly, but I don't know. Um, I want to move on quickly because we've eaten up a lot of time. Danny, what is the minimum that you expect from Arsenal squad next season? Avoid relegation. For me, <laughs> as long as we avoid me, relegation, then I think, then that's, that's it. That's, that's the minimum we can expect. I don't know. Do you, do you not think? I there's mean, a, there's, there's disharmony Chelsea... at the club, Carl, and the fans are going to be back in. The, if we did eighth without any fans shouting and screaming at them fucking idiots to do their job properly, what are we going to do with now they're all allowed back in? But do you not think that? Do you remember when Chelsea didn't? Um, Chelsea finished like tenth, and the next yeah. season they went on to win the to win the league. 
because for me, they had one game a week, um, no European football, and they were able to play their best team week in, week out. I mean, yeah, they played over the odds for some for some players at all. But for me, I think the minimum, the absolute minimum has to be top five. I'm not going to say top four. I'm going to say top five because Man City are going to be Man City. Um, Man United are going to be there or thereabouts. I think they've, I think they've bought quite well from, like, if I'm honest, like Sancho is going to add goals to them. Uh, they just bought who did the boy? They just bought um, Varane. The fact they just bought Varane. He, you know, he's going to improve their defense. Um, they're not going to be playing De Gea in goal next season, so you know it's going to be <laughs> better. So I think you got you can't discount Manchester United. Chelsea are going to be there as well. If Chelsea get Haaland as well, it's going to be. They're going to be ridiculous, um, absolutely. And Liverpool Thanks. are always going to be there as well. So that's why I think top five. If we got fifth, I would not be unhappy. But we can't get anything less than fifth because I think the four teams above us, the gap between us and them is very vast. Is is very it's it's a, it's a hell of a lot um, to make up. And I don't think we, as a football club, are anywhere near there yet. I mean, if you was just right now, Danny, if you was to say, of those four clubs, who would you think that are not going to get into the top four to, for us to replace them? I'm busy trying to point at the Canadian flag and not knowing left and right when it's reversed. Of which teams um, am I of the choice Chelsea, of? Of Chelsea, Man United, Liverpool, Man City, who would you say that <laughs> wouldn't get into the top four for us to get in there? Isn't that like trying to pick a way to die? <laughs> It's not going to happen with any of them. Uh, I, I like the answer answer of uh, Iran. Aaron, how do you say your name phonetically? Aaron? It could be Aaron. St. Tottingham's Day. And uh, David's given up on that. But that would that, be that'd be something I'd be happy with. Just finish above Spurs, like uh, God, Jeff Holland from London up. said. But I'll there's no way. There's no way, no money, no nothing that we're finishing above those four teams. Man, Man United have gone big on, tra- on spending, as we know. Man City were already brilliant. They, they won the league without a striker last season. Liverpool, they've, apparently they're all going to have all their best players. Actually, the answer would be Liverpool now, think about it. We've already seen that... Uh, who's the bloke with the teeth? What's his name? The Brazilian. Firmino? Mm-hmm. We've seen that Firmino has moved back and isn't scoring as many goals. Salah was a two-season wonder. The season before they won it and the season they won the title. And Mane... Is isn't the player he used to be? He's he's getting he's receding just like his hairline, and yeah, if there's any of those four teams that we can catch, it'll be Liverpool because and it doesn't look like they're spending big. And I read part of an article that said they're um, planning to start the season without Van Dijk as uh, their main centre back, and they're still looking for new players. I think they have bought one from Germany, actually, but yeah, I think if any of them Liverpool, but it's not going to happen, Carl. No, oh, it is. But Nick, who, who who would you, Nick? So, out of those four teams, if we were to replace one, who could you see us replacing? 
To be honest, none of them. I don't, you know, but, you know, it's been nice <laughs> to say your game, Carl, are we? <laughs> no, I mean, I was no, talking but... to my um, Man United mates who stream on Twitch and that, and we were talking about this the other day in a, before a friendly, and I just said to him, because they said, where do you expect Man United to finish? The same as Arsenal. I said, well, whether we like it or not, Man City and Chelsea should be first and second every year. If they're not first or second every year, both managers should be sacked because that, that you know the money they spend and the players they've got that that's the minimum requirement for them. You got United who still spend big, so they're third. So basically, you've got us, Liverpool, Tottenham, Leicester, and whoever else, like all fighting for one place. You know, and that's that's what it is. I mean, I know we go back and say a few years ago, oh Chelsea finished tenth, and then they didn't have no Europe. And then they went and won it the next year. But yeah, didn't they sign Conte and spend two hundred and fifty million quid? <laughs> you know, we haven't signed a you know world class manager who's been you know, proven at winning things and spent two hundred and fifty million quid, have we? I haven't been taking other notice of the the transfers because someone just said that Liverpool have actually bought somebody. Um, I was going to go and have a look and see who it was. They said it's a player's name who I can't pronounce. Uh, players in. Oh, yeah, it's Ibrahima Conte from RB Leipzig. Didn't Leipzig just sell um, Upper Meccano to Bayern Munich as well? But, yeah, 36 million. But look at the players Liverpool have lost. They've, uh, they've uh, who is it that actually hasn't got all the transfers out because Wijnaldum's gone. Oh, there it is, it's highlighted. Yeah, losing Wijnaldum is a, a massive thing for them because he's a great player, scores loads of goals. But I was someone was saying I was talking to somebody on on Twitter this week, um, and they were saying I said Arsenal are done. We're not going to win the Premier League for the next ten twenty seasons. And he, and he said in reply, quite rightly, no one knows who's who when Arsenal are next going to win the Premier League. And I said, yeah, correct. But I can tell you when they're not going to win the next Premier League, and that's going to be for at least the next ten or twenty years. While Man City and Chelsea, and now they've got rid of the alleged failed FFP. Well, Man City and Chelsea have got unlimited funds for play for transfers and wages and all that lot. We're never going to win the Premier League. It's impossible for anybody to do it, apart from those two. But Man United are coming in with buying. I mean, they're buying players from Real Madrid. That doesn't usually happen, does it? Buying top players, they usually nick players from the Premier League. We're doomed. But that's, a, but that's the thing. So they're going all out. I mean, Varane is what 28, 29? 28. Um. So they're going all out for him because, you know, they're thinking that they need to get as close to Man City slash Chelsea this season as well. And Man United are always, even when they weren't in the Champions League, Man United always had that pulling power because they are Manchester United. They have that sort of, uh, you know, their brand, the brand Manchester United is is good enough to sign any player, well, almost any player there is. So, and Arsenal don't have that. Arsenal don't have um, a name brand there's not a named brand player in Arsenal squad right now that you could say oh yeah that player is the reason why I want to go to Arsenal I mean I know every player that gets signed they always say oh, I want to work with Arteta half of these players have never really heard it's like going to sort of it's like when Sancho went to Man United and he's like oh I've always wanted to play here fuck off you're playing for Man City just a while ago like, don't say that nonsense like they always say about they want to play for the club, but Arsenal don't have a, a marquee signing. I mean, you could talk of maybe a Bamiyan, 
but he's gone now. Well, he's got what, what, one more season, two more seasons left. Um, Saka, not a player. Saka, but is that a big enough draw to come to come to Arsenal? I mean, maybe in a couple of years. If you was, if you was like a a top, I don't know, German, Italian, Spanish player. Do you really think that player is going to be, oh, yeah, do you know what? I've always, you know, Saka, that's the player I want to play with. Let's be honest, we love Saka because he's one of ours and he is mainly, but is he is he someone that you would say, Saka, go and tap up X player because, you know, um, we wanted to come to Arsenal. There's not, we don't have that, you know, Thierry Henry star player to say, oh, you know, come and play with Henry, come and play with Vieira, come and play with... Meza Ozil come and play with, you know, those sort of players. We don't have that. The manager, yes, Arteta has a lot of respect, I think, within uh, a player circle. But, you know, is he really the player to draw, like, big name brand players? Only time will tell, I guess. But How about this? Personally, for- I- Go on. Oh, how about this for a question? Someone further up was saying, how long do you give Arteta if things don't start working right away? Um, uh, was, it, was it Matt Roberts? If we're not doing well by Christmas, I think Mikel and his hair will be on the block. What do you think, Nick? 100%. Yeah, I did. I said even earlier than that, I said in the uh, League Cup, and I realised that starting in September, so maybe that'd be a bit early. But <laughs> if he has another start to the season... If we're in the same place we were by December last season, he's got to go. But I mean, I know we're so, you know we're talking about all these players, but we're, we're talking about all these like Hollywood players from abroad we want to buy. We can't do that, and we're past that. What I think what this process and trust the process all this is about, he's got to get the young players in and the spine of the team in and settled, and then go for the big you know like similar to what Liverpool did. You know, get there to nearly and then spend either sell a couple of players and then get your Van Dyke, your goalkeeper, your final miss and things of the jigsaw, and then go for the league. That's the only way we could act we could actually do it. And Liverpool have been really good for about what, three seasons, three and a bit seasons, and now they're on a decline. That's the you know, we're never gonna be like a really good side for about five, ten years on the trot, are we? Loki <laughs> Loki's put next week, and then Loki's changed it to ten thirty tonight. <laughs> and Sai has put. I'll stick what I said earlier: five games before meltdown. Because Carl, five. look at the, uh, the 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 list we've got this season. Uh, if we we start off with uh, everything's in black and white on my screen. Oh, here we go. Um, Brentford away. I think we've got that one. Good start to the season. Then we've got Chelsea at home and Man City away. So the, the, the meltdown's going to start after three games. Planning. The meltdown's yeah. going to start before the season starts. Oh, we right. literally have, because we our pre-season friendlies are Chelsea and Tottenham. If we don't win those two games, the meltdown has started then. Like, oh my God, we can't beat Chelsea or Tottenham in the pre-season. How are we going to Chelsea and Spurs for that? I didn't... I... I yeah, thought, I didn't know we were playing Spurs. Of... I thought it was someone else. Yeah, we're playing Chelsea and Spurs. I knew it was Chelsea. Friendly. Oh, so if we can't hell. beat them in a pre-season friendly, <laughs> then it, the meltdown will start then. Trust me. Trust me, But I hear what you're saying. Like in um Look at that. David's put, yeah, I would have jettisoned Lego head last November. <laughs> <laughs> 
But yeah, we haven't got the best start to the league, have we? I mean, we got Brentford. We 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 have to beat Brentford on that Friday night first game of the season, aren't we? And let's face it, Brentford are going to be Brentford are going to be up for it. Their very first game, like they're going to be definitely up for it completely. So we definitely have to. Um, we have to try and um, win that game. Then, man, I think the 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 more level-headed fans will know that we're not going to beat Man City. Let's face it, it's not going to happen. We don't have any. Uh, we don't have any level-head fans. That's part of the uh, qualification of Aguna. Uh, yes, we did a double over Chelsea last season, but I think if... Um, <laughs> it would be funny is that if we don't beat Chelsea, people were saying, see, we've gone backwards, we've regressed. Like, we beat Chelsea twice last season and now we haven't beat them. You're like, oh, for God's sake. Like... Um, so, is, yeah... Uh, the meltdown will start when Kalasnic and Xhaka start the first game. <laughs> <laughs> and Xhaka gets sent off as well. After and he tells the manager to go he's... fuck himself on the way out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and he takes God. a couple of, he takes Ganosaurus as hostage <laughs> in a half-time yeah. coup. Oh God, it's going to be, this season, if anything, is going to be fun to watch the meltdown. Maybe not fun for the results because, yeah, for me, it's going to be every loss is going to be expedited, and it's going to be it's going to be every loss is going to be one step closer to Arteta getting fired. Well, I a, think it's a good job no one's filming it, eh, Carl? Yeah, it's not like you know, it's not like we're going to have cameras all over the place uh, <laughs> for a big season finale. Fucking hell, who thought that? Was a good idea. I have no idea. Seriously, like <laughs> probably yeah. But if any season that was going to happen, not this season, not this season whatsoever. Um, but like I said, I'll be honest with you. One, we got one game a week practically. Literally, practically, we got one game a week. We should be able to keep our players fit. Yes, and injuries happen in games and in training. I understand that, but. We don't have to fly outside of this country at all this season. We can take short haul, very short flights and train rides every single way. Our players should have no reason to be tired. Like I said, it's one game a week. Maybe when we have cup games, two games a week. We do have to go balls out for both cup competitions, both FA Cup and also the League Cup. None of this playing the kids. Sorry, this season, the kids don't get a look in. You have to play the first team in every single game. Even if you're playing flipping Coventry at home, like play the first team, give them a run out because not every player is going to get um, a lot of first team games. We're just not. If we're playing one game a week, you're kind of hoping that, I don't know, Thomas Partey will play at least 30 of the 38 games um, in the league. You're hoping that Aubameyang plays most of the games Maybe Lacazette plays most of the games. Obviously, injuries come along with that. And I don't want to hear nothing about, oh, we're resting players. Resting players for what? There's, there's literally no reason to rest in the players because, again, we are playing the one game a week. But like Matt Roberts says, if we don't laugh, we will cry. It's just it's, it's uh, a joke. But, yeah, Nick, I'm going to wrap this up. Oh, Sorry, I've got one final question. Start with Nick, answer it, then you, Carl. 
four pre-season friendlies. Aubameyang has started three and come on as sub in the other one and so far done virtually nothing in all of those games. Are you worried? Well, I was more worried earlier when you said he scored a overhead free kick and you went, nope, that wasn't it. So. No, what I meant is he, I think he tried an overhead and then Chambers put it in out out of shot and I think that's when Smith Rowe ran into the post. So I, I started to say something and went, no, wrong, wrong goal. But yeah, I know free season friendlies mean nothing. We don't get points for it, but you'd imagine against that opposition, uh, Rangers, Hibs, Millwall and Watford, that if he's played three and a half games, have started three and been came off came on once, you're not worried? Well, I was worried because he's been a bit average since he signed his new contract. and But he has had a lot, like, what did he have, malaria and stuff like that, which apparently could make you a bit tired, I'm assuming. But I've never had malaria. But, yeah, I mean, maybe he'll get better when the fans come back. Because he does seem to be... I want to say a confidence player, like a momentum player. You know, once he scores a couple, and then next week he scores another couple, it'd be away. But we'll, we'll just have to see, won't we? Because obviously, what's he, 31, 32 coming up this year? I think he's 31. 31, yeah. So, so like I said, he's not going to get any better than the two, three seasons he's had with us. As he's, he's, he's not going to... No, he's, you know, he was 32 in June. Oh, dear. Yeah, so that's, a, <laughs> that's the highlight of the show. Oh dear, <laughs> sums it up. Well, I'm, he's four years younger than me, so I'm still at my peak of physical condition. He's Eighteen so years younger than me. <laughs> I, I, I'm worried. I am because he didn't have a very good season, and you're hoping that he'd kick on straight away. Yes, I understand what you can say pre-season, but these are the times that you need to prove. Yourself, if he hasn't put the ball in the back of the net at all yet, then I'm not saying I'm worried, but he's got to do better. He he has to he has to do better. Unfortunately, it's not um, like we're picking on him, Cole. Because I thought when I've, I've watched the Rangers and the Hibs games, I thought Lacazette was brilliant. He's got two goals. Doesn't matter how many goals you score, it's your performance. Lacazette looked really up for it. Most of the team are looking really. Up. The only players I was I feel a little bit let down by was Bellerin, who's looked shit, and Aubameyang, who looked not bothered. Yeah, I think. See, I, I'm not saying I put importance on prim, on. Um, friendlies but we, we have to do we have to show a performance and Lacazette sorry Aubameyang is just not doing that at the moment now I don't think there's any danger at all of us getting rid of Lacazette there's, sorry Aubameyang there's no way we are ever going to get rid of him it's not going to happen but unfortunately come the first game of the season against Brentford Aubameyang will be starting that game you can, you can guarantee that he, he definitely will be starting that game whether it be on the left or be up front, he will be starting that game. Um, he needs to kick on. He needs to do... He needs to do better. He does. Um, I think that we are... We need to put the ball in the back of the net. I think that was one of our biggest faux pas last season, that we just did not put the ball in the back of the net. How many times were we one new up, we needed a second goal, and we just didn't get it? or two new up and we needed a fair goal. It just never happened. And the other team would come back and score and we'd create loads and loads of chances. I've got something to cheer you up, Carl. I do, I do think it needs to be better. But go ahead, cheer me up, Daniel. If you look at the screen, 
I've changed my avatar. It's me in the bath with a unicorn covering my bits and nipples covered up. So that's something I really didn't need to to see. But I spent okay, ages doing gonna, that unicorn. I'm sure you did, Danny. I'm sure could you could have been worse. I could have been you know, sacker on the unicorn. <sighs> right, I've got to go. I've got stuff right. to do. <laughs> yes. So one question before we go, and then um, that is it. Nick, where are Arsenal going to finish next season? Right now, with the squad we have right this moment. Where are Arsenal going to finish? We're going to finish first. Nick's on that gin and juice again, I can tell. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, Daniel, where are Arsenal going to finish this season? Don't say 20th. Hold on. Uh, Villa, Chelsea, Everton, Leeds, Liverpool, Man City, Man United, and probably West Ham. Uh, eighth or ninth? Oh, here you go. Loki's put ninth as well. Come on, everyone. Oh, Noza, that person. I called this person. A, I called Noza a she. I don't know why. I was led to believe that this was, but now Noza is just formerly Noza, formerly human, doesn't even have a being Tommy anymore. Noza says eighth. That, Mike Mosey says seventh. Loki says ninth. I was waffling. Lundberg you talked over me. Very Yeah. I'm going to say... I'm going to go bold and say six. I'm going to say six. I just think that one game a week has got to be an advantage to us. It has to be. It absolutely has to be. No European football. We can, we're playing three o'clock on a Saturday unless we're playing teams in Europe, which is actually going to be brilliant for us. Avon says fourth. Week. God, uh, God, Avon. Everyone is saying sixth. Well. Somewhere between sixth and tenth. Well, we're definitely not going to be in a I think top four is a, is a hell of an ask, and I just don't see us getting top four. Fifth, because you've also got to count the one, the, either us, that lot up the road, or Leicester. They're going to be in and around that sort of region. The listeners, I mean, the Arsenal fans have turned on you. Loki says Carl is deluded. Why, why am I deluded? What to think that we're going to finish six? <laughs> I think, I think, I think that we we've got a chance. I'm trying to, I'm I'm going full Chris Carpenter right now. Like I'm having faith. Uh, whether that faith uh, goes when Brighton, so not Brighton, when um, Brentford, Brentford beat us one nil. Um, <laughs> <laughs> maybe my faith will have definitely gone then, but. I think that we have to. I think that, you know, six is... We can't finish eighth again. We we cannot finish eighth again. Finishing eighth was um, ridiculous not last trophy, season. Carl. Eighth is not a trophy. <laughs> it really isn't, Danny. It absolutely isn't. So we have to be better than we was last season. Surely... We can't be any worse, can we? But to be we can't be any worse than... than we was last season. To, to, yeah, to do that, you've got to have better players than we did last season. And we haven't got any better players than we had last season. And the players we had last season, a couple of them are going to get better, the younger ones, and a couple of them are going to be dragging their heels. Fat William, he's going to be dragging I mean, his heels. Remember, we only w- missed out by one point finishing above that lot of the road. Come and that was look. one of our worst seasons. One of our Come. worst seasons and we finished, yeah. 
Rita. What am I reading, Daniel? On on the thing on the screen from Avon Teddington. Don't bring the pirate into his doing worse. Do you know what? I'm so glad that someone said that. Because even in the Olympics, France have been shit as well. And Chris has been really quiet. I haven't heard anything at all. Actually, do you know what? I'm gonna start some trouble in the group later on. Oh. <laughs> I think I'm just gonna drop a bomb and say, How far is doing in the Olympics, Chris? And then like watch him I might do it on Twitter. Just to and start then double it shit, up. Like, then double it up and ask Josh and Ellis if it, is it still coming home. <laughs> but yeah, but um, for is me, is that why you changed his Twitter name because of France? Yeah, probably. <laughs> oh, he's fucking hilarious. He is. Like, I love Chris. I do. But yeah, we can't be any worse than we was last season. We can't be. So that's why I'm having faith. And one point behind that lot up the road, and it was only one point. So that lot we've been flying to God knows where in Europe, doing God knows what. And if Harry Kane does go to Man City, they're not going to get a, a replacement better than Harry Kane in that squad. Even if they do get a hundred and odd million for Harry Kane, um, there's no way they're going to... Arteta won, wore the number eight and he finished his eighth twice. <laughs> eh? <laughs> uh, I believe... We can't so finish 88, can we? Or maybe we so can finish 88 that, in the league pyramid. So by that standard, the new Tottenham manager was a goalkeeper and he won number one. Uh, so does that mean that uh, move on. finish first? <laughs> 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 anyway, we're wrap this up now. It was really good doing this impromptu show. Um, we might do another one for the... When we sign someone of significance, like if we do announce a major player like if we do sign Ben White we'll probably get Josh on and we'll uh, do a quick 20 minutes on Ben White and what he can bring to the Arsenal squad and who we expect to bring in uh, if we sign a French player then obviously we'll get Chris on because Chris knows everything about France but unfortunately no one in France knows anything about football <laughs> Avon's made it even worse he said eight what is the is it, no one's got the number eight at Arsenal have they an Arteta comeback player manager let's get it on <laughs> God. Nick I want to thank you so much for coming on today much appreciated oh, that's good man. I always love coming on and speaking to you guys especially you Carl you're my favourite that's my fucking right shame I'm not, I'm not Danny's favourite because Danny doesn't like me I don't know why you're grumpy because because I'm tall. It's because when I met him, I stood ten feet over him, and he got intimidated. Squeezed me. Oh, <laughs> did. That's right, uh, yes. Daniel. You have to be here, so I'm not going to thank you. But I'm just going to say, yeah, it's lovely. But you haven't spoken to me for ages. Fuck you, Daniel. I don't like him anymore because I don't know why. I'm just going to. What do you want me to do? Don't you know, blame and What I've eaten. No, thank you. Uh, uh, thank you very much, but no, um, we won't. Well, but if you we'll probably do another finger out. We could all meet up, like the people from the Gunnersphere podcast stopped years ago, and James and Jock are in one of our in uh, the group, and they put in a picture of James, Jock, Daniel, Simi Javel, and Band Green Banton. Their podcast finished years ago, and all five of them could be bothered to meet up. When was the last time any of you lot all agreed to meet up anywhere? Never. That's why. You all come round mine for the summer. Did you invite me? No, I just know every other year I've asked. No one ever fucking turned up. It's just me sat there with some cold hot dogs. 
weeping into me shandy. When he says cold hot dogs, people, that's a euphemism, by the way. I just want to put that out there. <laughs> and on that note, um, once again, I want to thank everyone for tuning in and listening into this impromptu podcast. Up the Arsenal, we are going to finish, well, according to Nikki, we're going to finish first. According to me, six. And Danny, would you even say where we're going to finish? You didn't. You eight. said eight, didn't you? Oh, I love consistency. It definitely is key, isn't it? On that okay. note, press the button, Danny. Oh, yeah, by the way, for the first time this season, hashtag fuck Alice. As soon as I scored that goal, I was fucking livid. Splendid business. Get down, dog. <laughs>